Hello and welcome to Praying on Purpose. As we gather at the beginning of another week, actually another month, I'd like to take this opportunity to remind all of our listeners that uh, we dedicate our learning here as a zchus refuah for Ilana Chana Basgila Brainla. We hope and pray that she have a refuah shleima besoch sh'ar chola Yisrael. So last Sunday, we focused a little bit on tefillas mincha, and we pointed out that that particular tefillah is something which is unique because as Chazal tell us in the Gemara Brachos, a person should be very careful and very focused and very diligent when it comes to the performance of Tfilas Mincha. The Gemara seems to suggest and apply more so than when it comes to the other Tfilas of the day. And we spent a little time last week discussing why that may be. I'd like to pick up on that conversation this week and focus on a different question, which will connect back to the original point. And that is the very name of Tfilas Mincha. It is somewhat unique, something that we just sort of take for granted and don't really think about all that much. Most of us who are familiar with the Tfilas in general, just in our mind, we have Shachos Mincha Mariv. Okay, occasionally we have a Musaf. And we don't really give that much thought and consideration to the actual names that are used as descriptions, labels for that particular Tfilah. We can speak about Tfilah in general, prayer in general, but the specific Tfilos have names. Why do they have names? So generally speaking, it's pretty obvious. Shachris is called Tfilah Shachris because it is recited at the time of the morning that is called Shachar. Okay, that, that makes sense. Mariv or Arvis, that is also recited in the evening, towards the Erev, nighttime, also again associated with the actual time of the day. And even Tfilas Musaf, which implies that this is extra, that also makes sense because this is an extra prayer, which comes as a way of, in the place of the extra carbon that was offered on special days, be it Shabbos, Yom Tov, Rosh whatever the case may be. But when it comes to Mincha, there is nothing about the word mincha which seems to imply or suggest that there's anything having to do with the middle of the day. The word mincha means different things in different contexts. I think that most of us would probably say mincha means a sort of a gift, but that doesn't really explain why this particular particular tefillah should be called a mincha gift more than any other. There is a karban mincha. There is a special sacrifice that was called a mincha, but again, it's not clear what that association should be with this particular tefillah that comes midday that has somewhat of a, of a unique status, as we already explained last week. So I'd like to share with you a very beautiful suggestion that is found in the Sefer Tosefes Bracha, Rav Baruch Epstein, who's the Baal Torah Tamima. So he has a very, very interesting and insightful suggestion as to why Tfilas Mincha is called just that, it's called Mincha. And he traces this back to the Gemara that we mentioned last week, which is worthwhile to review. And that is the Gemara tells us that we should always be more careful. Olam ye Adam Zahir, when it comes to Tfilas Mincha, we should take it very seriously. The Gemara says, because after all, Eliyahu Navi was Nene B'Shas Mincha. And the way, excuse me, the way he explains it, which is consistent somewhat with the idea that we introduced last week, was that Tfilas Shachos come in the morning, and it comes at a time of the day that we are, for the most part, uh, still have somewhat of a, a fresh mind, an open mind. We are not yet involved uh, and distracted in all of the busyness of the day. Mariv comes, at least in theory, at the end of the day, when we're more or less ready to retire, where we could put the day behind us, and we can hopefully reflect with a certain tranquility, 
The day's over, it's behind me, and now I can focus on prayer. And Mincha comes smack in the middle, right in the middle of the day. And so he says that's why Mincha is most important, because it requires the greatest sacrifice. It is the one that requires the greatest uh, effort on the part of the individual, the Mispalel, to detach himself, to disconnect from the world around me. In some cases, particularly again, this time of year, to literally stop what it is that I am doing, which may be very important. Other people may need me. I have deadlines that need to be met, but in order to pause all of that and to detach myself into Daven, that requires a certain level of sacrifice. So all of this is background. The Torah Tamim says to the following. He says, the Gemara Menachos asked the following question. Why is it that when it comes to the Korban Mincha, the sacrifice that is known as a Korban Mincha, which unlike sacrifices that consist of animals, Korban Mincha does not. It is one that uh, is includes flour and oil, and relatively speaking, it is it is simpler in that sense, and it is certainly less costly. So the Gemara asks, why is it that when it comes to the Korban Mincha, the Torah uses the word nefesh, soul? The Torah says, v'nefesh ki sakriv mincha, when a nefesh, when a soul brings a mincha. And the Gemara wants to know, why is it that it's only in regards to the Korban Mincha that the Torah uses the word nefesh? When it comes to the other karbanos, the Torah uses the word ish, which means a person, or adam, which is another word that is used, and sometimes just says, v'chisakriv, when a person brings a particular offering. But it's only the karban mincha, where the Torah says, v'nefesh kisakriv mincha. And the Gemara wants to know why. And the Gemara says, I'll tell you why. Because, says the Gemara, who is the one who will typically bring a karban mincha? Generally speaking, it will be an ani. Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, mi darko lahavi mincha. Who is the one who will often bring a carbon mincha will be a poor person? And the reason is because he cannot afford to bring a more costly carbon. As I mentioned already, carbon mincha does not require the same financial investment. It is, it is less costly, it is cheaper. And so therefore, the one who will typically be bringing a carbon mincha will be an ani. And says the Gemara, Mala ani alav akasuv ki'ilu hikriv nafsho lefanai. The Torah says it's as if he has brought his soul before me. In other words, what the Gemara is saying is that an ani may think, or we may think about an ani, that there is something deficient about his sacrifice. After all, a person who is able to afford to bring a very nice animal as a carbon, so you see that there's much more of an investment on part of this individual. He's giving up so much more. He's spending so much more money. And so therefore, naturally, we look at this and we say, that, wow, this is quite impressive. But the ani, this person who has less, I never look, he's just bringing this little carbon. It's not really worth all that much. It's cheap and reflects less of a sacrifice on his part. Comes along the Torah and says, V'nefesh ki sakriv mincha. Chazal tell us, don't say that. This individual is bringing it, but he's bringing it as a representation of his soul himself. And the Chazal say, the Torah says, it's, it's like he brought his nefesh before me. Because at the end of the day, does HaKadosh Baruch Hu really care how much your carbon costs? This is similar to an idea Chazal tell us also in regards to Kodshim. Some will bring more and some will bring less. Ultimately, what's most important is that a person should be Mechavin Libel which means that a person has to give his heart, his soul. That is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is most interested in, so to speak. That doesn't matter to him what the price tag is. So comes along the Torah Tavim and he says, that's exactly why we call Tfilas Mincha Mincha. Because, first of all, it's a, it's a, it's a relatively short prayer, right? It doesn't, it doesn't seem to have 
the the same expenditures of tefillah shachris, which is long, requires a more of an investment of time. And to a certain extent, you would think shachris is a lot more impressive. Wow, look at this. A person is going to sit down, have a life for 45 minutes, an hour, and really, really, really engage themselves, immerse themselves in a meaningful, lengthy prayer experience. Tefillah mincha, a few minutes, and the whole thing's over. On the other hand, when are we diving tefillah mincha? We're diving at a time of the day that is most inconvenient for many of us. It requires, again, a detachment. It requires a reprioritization. And most importantly, it requires a sacrifice. A person has to give something up. There's a phone call that I have to make, but I'm going to hold off. There's a meeting that I'm in the middle of, but I'm going to take a break. There are deadlines that need to be made, but I'm going to hold, I'm, I'm going to hold off because there's something else that I need to attend to. There's something else that is of primary importance. Say Chazal, Malalavikosov, the Torah considers it ki'ilu hikrib nafshal. The Torah says, wow, this person is bringing their soul. They're giving something up. They're bringing something that's important to them. So it comes along, the Torah Tamim, and says, that's why it is called Tfilas Mincha. Because in this regard, just like the Torah says, v'nefesh ki sakriv mincha, that when a person brings a carbon mincha, they are offering something special, something important, something dear and meaningful from themselves. The same can be true when it comes to Tfilas Mincha. Now, I don't want to say it's automatically going to be true, because it's not automatically true. But for each and every one of us, when we dive in Mincha, if we are able, again, in the, in the, in the crazy, sometimes, uh, hecticity of the day, to take a break and to take a stop and to pull back and to just meditate for several minutes and to connect ourselves with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if we can do that, we are like the Nefesh, we are like that soul that is bringing the mincha. And Chazal tell us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, It's like this person has, brought, has offered their soul to us. So I share this with you as a postscript of sorts to last week's comments regarding Tfilas Mincha. Mincha is a very, very special prayer. The Gemara tells us, Despite the fact that it is relatively short, and may seem to lack some of the fanfare and attraction of all the other tefillos. It doesn't necessarily appear on the surface to be quite as impressive, but we should never make the mistake to think in any way whatsoever it can be less effective. To the contrary, says the Gemara, that tefillas mincha has the power, the potential to be incredibly potent, to be incredibly effective, both in terms of being able to, so to speak, pierce the heavens, as the Gemara tells us regarding Elio Bahara Carmel, and perhaps more importantly, pierce our hearts. It has the ability to go ahead and to penetrate deep within. And so therefore, when we daven, tefillas mincha, we should remember that we're calling it mincha, because just like the ani, madarko ani lahavi mincha, it is a derech of the ani of the poor person to bring a car in mincha, and it's ki'ilu hikr of his nafsho, so too whenever we daven mincha properly, it's as if we are bringing and offering and sacrificing our souls to our Kaddish Baruch. Thank you so much, and everyone. Yeah.